Blog Talk Radio. Good evening. You reached my show. This is Peggy Amanisi, broadcasting from a very steamy New York uh, in Westchester County. The name of my show is Signs from Her Loved Ones. And tonight, um, my co-host and I, Melissa, I'll bring her on shortly, will have an open show for discussion, talking about some of our former shows and guests in a good way, and play some music in between from my inspirational uh, music songwriters singer-songwriters. So I'm going to bring Melissa on the air now. So hold on. And my board is already lit up quite a bit. So we're going to bring a lot of people on the air tonight, hopefully. So bear with me. I'm bringing Melissa on now. Hi, Melissa. Hello, Peg. How are you? Good. How are you doing? I'm doing good. It's pretty hot here, but that's okay. It's oh, my gosh. For. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> my my plant. Excuse me. Plants are blooming at least. My tomatoes are I growing. Know. <clears throat> excuse me. I have the air conditioner going in the background, so if you hear a little turbulence, it's my air. I have to have it on because I can't breathe. So we have some callers on already. Um, I want to discuss some things tonight. Uh, how was Fourth of July, by the way? I had a terrific one. It was so much fun. Um, I went to my friend's barbecue. We went swimming. We saw fireworks. So it was really mm-hmm. a lot of fun. 
Well, oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, I had some of the family and friends here, and uh, Michelle DeAngelis, who's one of our singer-songwriters, came with her boyfriend, who's also a professional photographer, Keith, and we had a great time playing music and the fireworks and the whole nine. Well, tonight we're going to um, open up the lines early um, and see what callers want to talk about. So what do you think about that? That sounds great. All right. Okay, I'm going to bring our first caller on. Um, last four digits are 7561. I need your first name and the state you're from or country. Okay, hold on. And also, you can call in just to listen to the show at 347-831-9201. If you want to talk to us, you need to hit the number one key so we know that you want to speak to us, okay? Also, for international calls, if you're listening through the Internet, if you want to contact us, you can on Skype and talk to us that way, okay? So hold on. Let's bring our first caller on. Hello. Hello. What's your Hi. name and where are you from? Hey, uh, my name is Kay and I'm also calling in from New York, but I'm down in the city and it's hot. What is your first name? Kay. Kay, hi Kay. How are you? Hey, I'm good, thanks. How are you? Good, good. How can we help you? Um, I actually had a question, but I don't know if you guys are taking in reading. Because, I, I mean, I was just reading your uh, your show description. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, or are, are we giving readings or are we letting people read? Because we have also people that call in that read other people. Uh, so you want a well, reading is what you're saying? Um, yes, please, if that's okay. Okay, what do you think, Melissa? Are you ready for readings or are you, sure. you feeling it? You can start. Okay. Um, <laughs> excuse me. <laughs> I'm a little tickle as usual. Uh, Kay, uh, you've lost someone recently significantly? Um, losing as in like they passed over or? I'm sorry? Uh, losing as if they passed over or someone? Yeah, yeah. Are, are you looking for someone that's passed over or? Because uh, more or less that's what we do. We really don't. I mean, we do give readings for other things like jobs and stuff like that. But this song is basically about the signs that our loved ones send us. But are you looking for anything specific? Did you want to ask a specific question? We'll see what we can, we can uh, work with you. Yeah, yeah. Um, if I could ask a specific question. Um, yeah. Basically, I um, I went and saw my ex-boyfriend today. It's a relationship question. If you don't want to answer it, then that's fine. No, it's okay. We okay. all got them. <laughs> we yeah, them. we do. <laughs> I wish somebody would Guilty. give me an answer for mine. <laughs> okay. You take, so go ahead, the, honey. you take the prize for that, Peg. Yeah. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Yeah. Aw. <laughs> so, yeah, no, I, I saw my ex-boyfriend today, and, you know, I'm just kind of wondering what, was running through his mind when, you know, I wasn't there long. It was just us hanging out and, like, talking and catching up. Mm, now, you you say ex-boyfriend, so you're not involved with him anymore. No, no. But, you know, okay. of course I have feelings for him still. Oh, yeah, we all have feelings for the exes, you know. Um, I'm feeling uh, Joseph around you. Is his name Joe? Does he have a Joseph around him? Um, no, but he does have a biblical name as well. Oh, okay. What is his biblical name? Uh, it's Peter. Peter, okay. I'm just feeling Joseph. Melissa, are you picking up anything? No, not yet. Okay. Are you writing? Because she does um, uh, the um, yeah. go, automatic writing. What are you? Because she does that sometimes, and then she'll tell me after the show. Are you, you're, you're drawing <laughs> anything in yet? Just do it, Melissa. All right, all right. What are you doing? Um, 
Okay, so what I'm thinking, okay, yes, he definitely still has feelings for you, but I feel like somebody better is going to be in your life, though. Because it's in the past, so it has to kind of be left in the past, if that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, we've kind of had this change over about two years. I just feel like you could do better, you know what I mean? I know I know, I don't, like, <laughs> know you that well, but I just yeah. mean, I feel like there's somebody much better out there for you that'll be better than him. Yeah, but I mean, is there, I'm I'm really, really He feels feeling out. for you, but. Yeah, you know. I mean, of course he, of course, of course he does. I mean, there's the attraction is, is obviously still there, but I'm just, mm-hmm. I'm just kind of curious, like, how he took today, you know what I mean? And I honestly well, did not expect myself to be crying when I was walking home, going, oh, my God, <laughs> what is this? Hey, Kay, can I improvise here? And this is just not even intuitive, kind of like a 60, I'm a 61-year-old woman who's been around the block a few times. Um, there's a reason he's in the past. <laughs> okay? The reason, there's a reason he's in the past. There's a reason that you guys split up, and um, and you said it's been two years, right? No, we've been we've met two years ago, but we've dated on and off. Mm-hmm. And then just, you know, just... My intuition as of late has been really, like, it boosted up, like, 5,000%. Mm-hmm. And then something right. was like, you have to go see him. So I, I honest, I haven't spoken to him for, like, a month. I haven't seen him for a couple months. And I was just like, I just have to go. So I, like, called him and said, I'm in your area, which I was. And I was like, oh, I'm just going to drop by and say hi. And he was like, okay. Did you feel sparks or anything when you were around him? I always do, and that's the one thing I'm just like, ah, like, it's so weird. I like I, That's the thing, I just, sometimes you're just connected to somebody more than anyone else. and It could have been just Fourth of July. That's no, it wasn't Fourth of July. We joke around because that's <laughs> oh, how we lighten geez. it. You and your sparkler theory. Yeah, Kay, um, I'm seeing computers. Does he work in the computer field or, or technical field or you? No, but he was sitting on the computer and, and working on his... Uh, oh, there you go. All right. That yeah. makes sense. Okay, so that's... Computer. Okay, well, that's... Is that a problem? Is he kind of addicted to it, <laughs> truthfully? Mm-hmm. No, actually, he hates technology, but he oh, does he it does. for work. Yeah, mm-hmm. he hates it. Okay, all right. Well, I'm I'm feeling like some kind of a uh, problem with you guys, conflicting issues with you guys with your work. So that's why, you know, when you said I felt the computer, maybe I was just seeing the fact that he was on the computer. But I mm-hmm. feel like there is some kind of problem with your job or him not working or is somebody not working really or putting that's resumes me. out or saying their resumes or what's the deal with that? I, yeah, I just I actually just lost my job um, a couple weeks ago. And uh-huh. so I've been sort of, you know, taking the downtime to sort of, reevaluate and recollect my thoughts and so today I was like you know I've been thinking about moving and and he's just like why would you move I'm like because of fine work in a place that you know that makes you happy yeah I'm like you know I'm not tied down to New York City like I'm open like look if something happens and, and I'm still here then that's great but if not I'm I'm open to try new things and like if it calls for me to move then I'll do it and I'm feeling the move before. is a positive Thing for you, I'm and I thinking, think, yeah, I th- yeah, I'm the move exactly going to say def- the same thing as you. Yeah, I feel the move is today. You know, in life, um, we get tested a lot. You know, and for every positive, there's a negative. Mm-hmm. The opposite, 
attract, okay? And I feel like today seeing him was going to be the make or break situation for you to decide whether, yeah, maybe I should just move on and pursue what I'm going to be happy at and, and meet. And I feel like you're going to meet somebody else, too. I think you're you're still... Attracted, and we're all attracted to our exes, or we wouldn't have never been with them. I mean, they even with their pitfalls, you know what I mean? But <laughs> I feel that every I, I see new beginnings for you, okay? I just see all new beginnings for you, and I like think everything like is, relationship, job, love, all of that, like coming together. I think it's one. all going to come together once you make a move. I, yeah. I, I'm looking at a, I'm, I'm looking, I'm feeling a move for you, okay? Uh, it doesn't have to be far, maybe Jersey, Connecticut, or something in that area. I'm not saying to California or you know, India or someplace, I just feel like wherever you go or where you're thinking of going is going to be a positive change not only for work experience but for relationship too, and and you're going to be really happy. You're going to know true happiness. So, yeah. you know, I, I hate to burst your bubble on that one. I, I just don't see him, you know, not that he doesn't care. Of course he does. You guys would have never been involved if he didn't. Yeah. But. I don't see that as a long-term thing with you guys. I, I, I'm sorry to tell you. You know, yeah. I feel like no. you're going to have a connection. Just, I feel like you want something more, like something better in your life. Yeah, I mean, you know, I just it's just kind of weird, I guess, because for me it was, you know, when it's weird. Like two years ago, it was definitely love at first sight. The moment I saw him, I was like, oh my gosh. I'm like, really, that guy? Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, it's it's been like this weird intuitive spark like there's it's our relationship has been really strange like that like I would say to him like I'm just going to leave it up to fate and then all of a sudden we'll just like run into each other and New York City is kind of a big place oh yeah well, there's I, a million I, different places you could be at one time yeah, yeah we live so in New York I mean, we grew up in New York and Westchester yeah. 30 miles north of the city so you know we know the deal with that yeah, but exactly. the thing is so I, I, like, I want to along the lines of the show that we can have more than one soulmate in life and and like everything else in life um, uh, there's seasons uh, this guy has maybe come into your life for that season um, you had whatever you had he could have been a soulmate but doesn't mean he's the only one I, I, I don't see him things um, oh gosh going anywhere for your future with him I, I think everything will stagnate if you stay with him I, that, that's my personal feeling Melissa what do you yeah. think we kind of like work off each it's other it's the exact same thing I feel like you're going to grow and you're not with him like there's always going to be chemistry there's always going to be a physical attraction but it's kind of like he can't help you see the life that you've always imagined for yourself like only you can do that and you you have to do it with somebody else I don't know I just feel like he drags you down a little well, I bit think I, first, I know that she's sounds mean but first. She's got to do it first. First, she has to be true to herself, and then that's then the thing. Every- it's like once you discover your life and what you love to do and who you want to be, everything kind of falls into place eventually. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. mm-hmm. like find a job that you love and all of those things. You know what I mean? And that everything will kind of follow that. Now, Kate, what yeah. are you, Kate, What are you feeling? I mean, you obviously called in the show because you really don't know. Um, so you kind of ask for advice, so we're giving it to you, whether you like it or not. You know, it's not everybody <laughs> likes it. It, it is what it is. You know, I'm not trying to be hardcore about it, but it's true. No, not and, at all. And, you know, if it was meant to be, you wouldn't have to call in or, or get advice or whatever. You, you're you're kind of hesitant. What's what's holding you back from him? What's bothering you about him? To be honest that with he does, you, like, I, it's, you know, like, he he never talks about his mother, Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And I really feel like 
that has been such an important factor that's been missing in his life because his parents divorced when he was really young, like three. Right. And, you know, his stepmother, like he was talking about his stepmother today and how he's never spent more than a half an hour with her and then they had to drive, just him and her, from mm-hmm. from New York to, to to Boston. Yeah. And he's like, I've never spent that long of a drive with her and he's like see to me that's kind of like a red flag because when you see a guy and the way he treats his mom it's like the way he's going to treat you someday if a guy has respect for his mom you know what i mean well i'm not to treat i agree with the melissa but um she's saying that his his real mom died when he was three and then yeah stepmother and and he really didn't have a uh, mother figure in his life in in the way he should have and yeah. that's very confusing for, you know, especially well, any kid. You know, they, they base their relationships on, um, that's just how life goes, on, on the mother figure or the, the woman on the father figure, what a man maybe should be or what you want in a man or what you don't want in a man. So he may just be uh, confused, you know, because he doesn't know how to deal with a relationship. You know, is he, is he young? Is he like in his 20s? No. Like oh, 30s? No. Oh, no. Really? How old is he? He's 44. Oh, wow. Well, there shouldn't yeah. be any mother at 44 then. No. <laughs> well, no, not know, at all. It's, I, think, I think, honestly, like, his upbringing, there wasn't, because there wasn't a, a, a prominent female figure in his life, and also mm-hmm. they thought he was, they, he told me that they put him on, you know, drugs to calm him down because he was a high Like Like Ritalin? Yeah. Is it so pretty- hyperact or or he's, attention deficit disorder? I mean, he's 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 I don't know. He's just him, and you know, like I adore him, like in and out, and it's just kind of weird how he's telling me that, or he's told me that he he grew up being put on drugs, and then I realized that that played an effect on him. So his like emotional receptors have been completely yeah. shut off. Well, and that can also yeah, cause a trust issue too for him, of course. Yep. And I don't know why, he, and I just don't understand. Like, I'm just frustrated why he, why he doesn't realize how much I really do care about him. Like, I just feel like every time I'm like, I care about you or whatever, or like I love you, and he's just like, he throws it back in my face and says, I don't know if you know what you're talking about. I go, well, then why would I say something like that? Right. You wouldn't say something unless you really meant it, you know. Yeah, I'm going to tell you something. It's not that. And I'm just talking from experience. This is not even intuitiveness. Um, he, like I told you, you need to find yourself before you're really, like with a job and get yourself set up wherever you're going to go, if you're going to go anywhere. He, yeah. too, needs to we is he we cannot accept love unless we love ourselves and that's a, that's yeah. that's a, for everybody and i'm getting that vibe from him for, especially what you're saying not just intuitively i'm getting that vibe he doesn't know who he is maybe because of the the medications through his life and 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 the uh the, losing his mother at 3 and and the stepmother not being close he's got a host of problems that that he's got to deal with first before he can ever, and and he's 44 if he hasn't resolved some of these by now ugh, i don't know if he's ever going to you know, yeah. um, and that's I feel like if scary. he went to therapy a little bit and talked about it, that would help him. Yeah. You know, was, to kind of talk about the par- the parental stubborn. issues that are going on. He's so stubborn. He won't seek therapy then. Oh no, he's he's he, he thinks, thinks that he knows he, everything. 
Exactly. Yeah. Because, you know, like, uh, yeah, he just thinks he knows everything. And, you know, it was weird because, like, when we used to argue all the time, there's this one thing that I always learned from an ex-boyfriend of mine who's actually a really close friend. And mm-hmm. he taught me that in an argument, when you're really upset and you're confused or you're whatever, like, to always to always repeat what the other person is saying so that they can hear how it's, you know, how, how it's it sounds. Said. How the, yeah, that's a good exactly. And I used to and I used to do it all the time to him, and he would be like, "I don't know why you're saying that to me," and I'd be like, "Well, that's you what can you're hear saying. it." <laughs> and yeah. then he would say, "You know what, me?" And I was I had a nursing um, a business for years, and I'm not a, a pro with with well, I work with Alzheimer's dementia, and I happen to have that med, so I I have my own issues with that on and off, um, but I feel there's a little passive aggressiveness there with him. Um, just by what you're saying right now, because he, it sounds like he can say things to you maybe. And then if you repeat them back, he's not getting them because a lot of people that do that are so frustrated with themselves and they don't know how to vent properly. And that's why they do things like that. So I'm, like I said, I'm not a psychologist and I don't claim to be, but I've seen it with people. I've been around people with it. I've had relationships with it. And I've, I've been there too, you know, with the mother issues, different circumstances and what have you. Um, but also with the passive aggressive behavior. And it sounds like he, he's got a little bit of that. Is he working, by the way? Yeah, he, he works, for, he freelances. So he works for himself, which. Mm-hmm. Still remains a little bit of a mystery to me because part of me feels like he's a bit of a trust fund kid, but I don't think he'll admit that. Yeah. Oh really? He probably doesn't so, want to seem weak, so he's kind of playing it up a little bit. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I mean, it's weird. I think he doesn't like the fact that I I can really read read him. Uh-huh. And you, you know what I mean. You, you know how men are. They're just like so prideful and egotistical. Oh yeah. Degree and yeah. And, and I can write a book. Like, on yeah, it. I'm an author. <laughs> and I should write a book on it. That. I'll be your yeah, editor. Would, yeah, and she's my editor. So. But uh, we're not trying to make light of it because, you know, no. we, we've had relationship issues ourselves, and I've been married. I'm a widow now, lost two children, uh, was in another relationship about a year ago with similar behavior, mother things and and uh, passive-aggressive. And, and I understand when you're attracted to them and you love them and you, you try, to, try to help them, but some people, you just can't do it. They have, to, they have to hit rock bottom. And it sounds like this guy needs to hit rock bottom before he can build himself up. And he's, he's not going to be any good to anyone or himself until he, he owns up to what's really going on. And at 44... It's, he shouldn't know something at this point, hon, you know? But yeah. anyhow, I have some other cause, okay? I, I, I hope we didn't discourage you, you know? Um, this is my feeling on it. Happy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, not at all. Thank you so much. Like, I, I just, I hope this, like, if this is the the most I'm going to get out of him, I'm, I'm wondering if I'm probably the only person that's gotten the most out of him. You might be. Well, well, I'm going to tell you something. I was involved with somebody for years, and, and I thought the same way. And I thought I was the only one that understood him until he did something terrible. And then I realized I never knew the guy at all. And I knew the oh, guy no. for 12 years. Okay? So, and I'm not going to go into my own history, but trust me, it doesn't. I'm not feeling good about it. I'm sorry. Uh, that's what yeah. I feel. Melissa, are you getting any positive out of it or not? No, I still think that 
She's going to find somebody amazing that's new in her life. Yep. Yep. Thank you. You got it. Sorry. I'll put you on hold if you want to hear the show. And uh, we have archives. You can go back and listen to any of my shows anytime you'd like. Okay, sweetheart? And I wish you the best of luck. Me too. Thank you, ladies. Okay, Kay. Thank you. All right. I hate to discourage people, but... I know. I just feel like she's a sweetheart, and she deserves the best that life has to offer. Yeah, yeah. And it's not just, you know, um, the show's, you know, about intuitive at times, most of the times, but it's also about reality, too, you know. I've been around, yeah. like I said, a walk, and, uh, you know, I'm not a psychologist. I don't claim to be, but I, you know, what are they? They're people that read books or lived, lived it or whatever. It doesn't, you know... You don't have to be one sometimes to understand it, you know. And uh, but between the combination of my intuitive side, your intuitive side, and the gut feeling and listening to what she had to say, you know, I wish her the best. You know, I mean, we're not God; we're, we don't have all the answers. So right. if she wants it, it doesn't work, then you know, it doesn't. So anyhow, we have other calls. Most I'm going to bring on the next caller. Okay. Okay. Hold on. Uh, it's the last four numbers four zero five three. Tell us your first name and the part of the uh, where where you live, just the state. This is um, Kathleen from Massachusetts, and I don't know if your last caller's name was Kay. Yes. It yes. Was. Okay. Yes, it was. A lot of people call me Kay. Really? Yeah, <laughs> and so I thought weird. that was kind of odd because I never hear that name. <laughs> I'm to tell you That's something. So uh, let funny. me tell you. I'm going to give you both a really weird story. Um, okay. First, I did a show last week with a de- uh, deacon who was into to what we do, intuitiveness and to get from God. And the show before that I did with um, uh, another author. I'm an author also. And mm-hmm. uh, we about spirituality, and we talked about synchronicity, which I can finally say. And, no, uh, Kay, you're meant to call, and the other Kay was meant to call. And the funny thing was someone, um, Melissa, my co-host, is online, and she's my co-host. We're both intuitive. Uh, we're aunt and niece. And, um, you know, she knows about the synchronicity and what have you. But uh, we don't read, you know, we don't read ourselves, so we go to other people. And someone read me the other day, and I'm trying to think who said it to me, and I can't remember now who, but they said that my, I've also lost two children, and they said my daughter was coming through with a Kate. <laughs> or a was Kate. it Deborah? No, it wasn't Deborah. I okay. can't remember who. Because I remember we were talking to her the other funny. day. Maybe that's, and I'm getting all the K's calling in. You know, that's two in a <laughs> row now. That's weird. That's weird. Yeah, and it's not a name you hear that often. No, not at all. Kind of strange. Oh, I know what it was. It was over the uh, the um, the weekend before last. My late daughter's son, I hadn't seen him in two years, came to visit after two years. And uh, someone who's going to be on my show who's also intuitive and has a radio show next week was going on vacation, and she says she got my book. She hadn't read it yet. She was hearing the song that was significant because it was – part of my book and a sign that I get from my daughter, but it was my daughter coming through on her vacation to her. I didn't even ask her, but she says my daughter was basically, in a way, not bugging her, but yeah, she was bugging her, and she was coming through and saying hello, and there was good, with a Kate, and I said, okay, and I'm trying to think who it mm-hmm. was, and the only one I could think of was my ex-boyfriend's mother who passed uh, less than a year, well, be a year next month, and her name, I think at times they called her Kay, Oh, uh, really? and my <laughs> wow. Her husband's aunt, I mean, mother-in-law's sister, is also 
she was the same name as my boyfriend's mother, and they sometimes referred to her as Kay. And so, and now here you are. Well, you <laughs> know, it's the other, funny because so I always thing. use Kathleen because yep. it's my birth name, and you know, I was people when when I was growing up would call me Kay, but as I got older, people would say that sounds like. An older woman's name. And I said, "Well, yep. all right, I'll use Kathleen." It reminds you me know, of the jewelry company that every kiss begins with K. <laughs> yeah, I know. Every time I hear that, I'm like, "Ooh, jewelry!" <laughs> yeah, I'd love to see a diamond someday, but I don't yeah, think that's exactly. gonna happen. You got to be like, um, "I'm the K behind the real diamond." <laughs> oh, it's funny because I was in the mall the other day, and the guy I was with. There was a K Jewelers, and I said, every kiss begins with K. There you go. He didn't say anything. Yeah. <laughs> but I uh, have yeah, time. The huh? two other women, the time. aunt, mother time. of I've my... I've known them for 17 aunt, years. My late oh, husband, uh, and the mother of my boyfriend, both names were Catherine, that went by yeah. K. Okay. So uh, do you have a qu- specific question? Did you want to con- try to contact someone that you've lost? or uh, Well, did I you- have kind of two specific questions. My godparents, now I'm like kind of like their daughter because they couldn't have children. Mm-hmm. And they've always been good to me over the years. Now, he's going to be 90 this year, and she's in her 80s. Do you see, I, I would think he would go before her do you think she's going to ask me to move in to help her when this happens well first he don't predict anyone's death i just want to let you know that um there's been times that i do get feelings about it uh but i don't i won't i won't share that um i don't um i don't know i i'm not getting any feeling on that what about you melissa i actually don't think that i don't think that that's going to happen you think she'd um, live alone? Yeah. Okay. Does she have? She have. Well, she's elderly, and this is probably a stupid question. Does she have like a little touch of dementia, or is she pretty with it? Oh, she's with it. Okay. All right. Mm. All right. And that wasn't an intuitive question. That's the reason I asked, or I would have said, "Oh, she's got dementia." The reason I asked that if she's still with it, there's probably no need for her to have someone living with her. Um, you're close by to her. Is she in Massachusetts also? Yeah. Okay. I think some people get, uh, being, they never had children, you said, right? No, they could And you were like a daughter to them. They had no children of their own? No. No. Okay. Being that she's lived this long without having children of her own and you being close by as her godchild, I don't see where, I mean, not saying that you, she may not ask, I just don't see where it's, that's going to happen for for whatever reason. And Melissa, uh, what are you feeling on that? The same thing? Yeah, I just feel like she's too independent to ask for help. Like, that's the type of person that she is. Okay. Then I have another question. There was this guy that I dated years ago, not really long ago, but we dated on and off. And I, you know, I tried calling him for a few months, and he would never return my call. And the last time I saw him was at a place we we'd go to karaoke and oh, that's, we didn't that's have favorite. Words. I'm the queen of uh, New- Westchester, New York. <laughs> I love karaoke. Okay. Sorry. Don't worry, I, I love karaoke. <laughs> uh, but anyway, we didn't have any words or anything. Uh-huh. He, he was with another woman and that was fine. So he finally picked up and I called the other day 
And I said, Tori, his real name is Ittori, E-T-T-O-R-E, Italian. And um, I said, how come you haven't returned my calls? And he says, Kay, I I just don't want to talk. I said, what? I said, well, are are you remarried? And he goes, I just don't want to talk. And he hung up on me. And I want to know what you get from that. Uh, I think he's a player. (laughs) That's exactly what uh, I think. I think you don't have to be intuitive uh, to figure that one out. He just... Yeah. Uh, Anyone that treats you like that does not deserve to be in your life. I'm sorry. No, no but I was just curious. Do you think yeah. he's married? No, I don't think so. I think he's just I think playing he's, the field. He's just like, you know, like Melissa said, a player. He's a player. He likes to play the field, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Or he I probably... I see him more than down ...there with him, you know? Yeah. May not be married again or in a significant relationship, but he obviously gave you the uh, the cold shoulder. So I mean that's yeah, yeah, yeah. I would just like big X, mark him off, mark him off. Done. Are you and interested ex- in chipper? Chipper? No, I said, are you interested in him in for like a possible relationship or just as a friend? No, I just want to know how he was doing, and I hadn't been to the place who went to karaoke since 2011. I know it changed. I just wanted to see how it was because it's a drive uh-huh. for me. But, you know, another thing that that kind of bothers me, I've been divorced since 1997, and this is strange. My name is Kathleen. My ex married a Catherine. Her parents were Rita and Bill. My parents' name were Reader and Bill. Mm, she ha- like- has a brother, Billy. I had a brother, Billy, who passed. Mm. It's too weird. And maybe because I is, was afraid. Uh, my my formal name is Margaret. My mother-in-law was Margaret. We had the exact same birthdays. Her mother's name was Sarah. My mother's name was Sarah. So no, it's not unusual to me. It's part of what we were talking about on my last show, the synchronicity. Yeah, there, I don't. I don't get it. Even being in two, I don't know why it happens. Certain things aren't. Yeah, you know? it's just like uh, uh, what is it? Um, what's the Bundy song? Love and marriage, like going together like a horse and carriage. <laughs> I don't know the reason. Children's song. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I know. Love and marriage is the name of the song. Yeah, yeah. Here we go with the karaoke, right? But, but um, uh, I know. But the thing is, I want to know. Does he? It since 1997, and the child support's over. The kids are grown. Yeah. Does, did he lose a lot of feelings for me or what? Because even if I called him at work, there was an issue with my son. Um, mm-hmm. He won't return a call. I don't know what the hell it is with these guys. But he's the father of And we were married Hello? for 15 years. Yeah, I just got beeped at this end, but that's okay. That happens all the time. <laughs> the guy so had, well, wait. you see with him i mean do you think he's happy in his marriage no or do you wish <laughs> no um, let me ask you the i'm not asking you the reason for your divorce who left who him i asked him for a divorce but i know he was seeing her Mm-hmm. and he's married to her now yeah he married her and i never felt really really loved but I got to tell you, I live in housing now, and I lived a real charmed life when we were yeah. married. I didn't have to mm-hmm. work or anything. I had a real good job. But right, right. Does he ever 
think of me and wish it didn't happen, do you think? Yes, I definitely do. No, wait, 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 like, wait. we got to rephrase that. Wish what didn't happen, the divorce or just yeah. being in his period? Divorce. Um, what do you feel, Melissa? I just feel like he was quick to make a decision that he should have waited a little bit longer to decide on. And I do, too. Yeah. Like, that's the feeling that I get anyway, is that, yeah, like, he saw someone else, and he thought that that was who he was supposed to be with, not realizing that you guys had a connection the whole time, not realizing that there was a reason why you guys had so many amazing times together, and now well, it's all different. Once you've had children with somebody, you always have that connection. Right. You know, that's, and, and we had a child with autism. He doesn't autism. have that connection with the other person. We had I'm a sorry? child with autism, and the mm. other one had a colostomy bag. And uh-huh. so we went through a lot. They didn't have children together. I, yeah. I, I, my daughter and son, my only daughter, which is my oldest and my youngest son, both died of cystic fibrosis in the 20s. So I can remember. Really? I, yes. I lost my son three years ago, my daughter, Mother's Day 2002. My husband and I were together 25, almost 25 years. I left the marriage for other reasons, but it's a lot of pressure on people when you have sick kids. And, uh, and then he ended up passing away nine months before my son died three years ago. And I ended up taking care of him too. So that's why I'm saying you're always going to have a connection because of the children. But he won't answer my call. Like there was an issue with my son. He will not, if I call him at, at home, at the house. Yeah. So, but if I call him at work over an issue, Mm -hmm. he will not return. Oh, how long have they been married now? A few years? Um, or? They got 97, 98, 99. They probably got married 2000, so probably okay. about three years after we divorced. Okay. So, so they're in a pretty committed. And how long were you guys together? Fifteen. So about the same amount of time. Yeah. Maybe he... I don't know. I To be honest, I'm not picking up anything on him. I don't know why. Is his name Bill? Or he said his brother's name was Bill. No, um, my father's name uh, was Bill. Her father's mm-hmm. name was Bill. I had a brother, Billy. She has a brother, Billy. Okay, all right, all right. Yeah, that's part of that synchronicity. Look up that word synchronicity. I'm sure you know what it is. Um, I know what it is, but I just want to yeah. know if you had any feelings. I'm feeling dead zone. I'm feeling no. I'm feeling no. I'm feeling he yes he still has a connection because of the kids but he's moved on to his life he may have had regrets before he still may have regrets but I think he's the type of person he was he I have to ask you this okay was he emotionally stable did he have some issues stable um, mentally some mental like uh, problems I'm not saying to the point where he's in a uh, institution or anything but did he have oh, yeah to go? he was he was stable, but he wasn't mm-hmm. fun-loving like I was, you know. I mean, for him to crack a smile was a big deal. Yeah, I was married to one of those, too. <laughs> you know? yeah. Oh, God. Oh, Ginger, I'm dying. I'm sorry. <laughs> you guys are picking oh. out all the winners today, huh? <laughs> oh, I'm huh? telling you, I can't win. And the guy I've been oh, seeing me. on and off for 17 years, my birthday's coming up in August. And I thought, wouldn't it be nice to get a diamond finally? Yeah. Yeah. That probably well, you won't know happen either. I mean, would be would be the person in your life because you know what? What I've learned from all my losses, and I've had money. I I, I was a victim of Hurricane Sandy year, last year. Lost everything I owned on top of losing two children and many others and whatever. Mm-hmm. 
I found that material things, you, you, you know what, you, you may look pretty in the coffin with a diamond on your hand, but it's the relationships that matter the most. So you need a diamond, what are they calling them, was it a diamond in the rough? <laughs> a guy who's, 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 who is a diamond, you know what I'm saying? That's what you need, not focus on the material things. I know you've had it, you said now you're in like, uh, you know, housing and, and um, yeah. I think you should concentrate on the love issue within you. Um, that you know, are you you feel lonely at this point? Do you feel lonely? Yeah, I would love to be remarried. Mhm, mhm. Well, you know, I can't say that I see that for you. Do you see that for her, uh, Melissa, or what? <laughs> um, not right away, but maybe like five years down the line. Oh, God, I'm going to be Maybe 57 three. in a few weeks. <laughs> I don't know. Hey, sweetheart, I'm going to be 61 in September, so, and I'm single again, and I ain't stopping, you know, so yeah, it doesn't I matter. Know. Just a number. It's just a number. But you know what? Even if you find the right one, the last year of your life is more than some people ever find in a lifetime. Think of it that way. You I know? know. Because... That's your diamond. That's your diamond. Because some people go through their whole life without the love of their life. And I you feel like somebody else guy... going to come in. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. No, I that just feel like somebody's guy... going to come into your life that's going to be that diamond. That first guy I told you about, and you said he was a player. Do you think I'll run into him again? Yes, I do. A couple more times. A couple more times. Yeah. I don't feel that he's going to... I'm, he's basically blown you off. I mean, why would you care, really, at this point? No, the guy I, feel is, like, I feel like you will, but there's not going to be any, like, spark there or anything. You're not going to feel like, you know, he's the one. <laughs> yeah, maybe. No, well, the thing is, if he's already, like... He just deserves better, that's all, you know? He doesn't, obviously, um, he doesn't even want to talk. So, yeah. that's... Look at him as history. You put, you know, in order to get positive, it's, you know, they talk about the law of attraction. Um, you know, I'm not a big one on the book, The Secret and whatever. Maybe a lot of people that come to my show are, but I'm going to be honest. I'm not, but I, I do believe kind of in the law of attraction because it's happened to me. Um, sit down one day, try this, because I did it and I, I laughed at my friend that told me to do it. And I'm in the house that I wanted at the time before the hurricane <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. by putting it on for a few months later, I got the place that I was most happy in. And then I put down about a guy uh, who actually came into my life, who had been in my life prior to that, and now was trying to come back into my life, someone that I saw for a while. I had put that on paper, too, and it wasn't meant to be at that time, even though he tried to be in my life. But now I'm rethinking it with this guy that maybe, I don't know, I'm going to see him next week after I don't know how many years. So uh, try it. Try it and see if it works. You know? oh, well, Give it a of this. I read The Secret. I made a vision board. It was all about getting remarried. I made it about seven years ago. I even took out of a bride magazine the place that's not real, real far from me that I'd love the reception. Well, I heard on the mm-hmm. news the place burnt down. So that's my luck. <laughs> oh, well, you sound like I'm me there, girl. New, uh, dream boys. <laughs> uh, that's like me. I, you know, what I, what I had left of my family, I lost 
when three feet of water from the Hudson River came through my house. You know, so it's like what that made me realize, and I was really never a materialistic person, but it made me realize that the love of one person, the total love of one person is more important, like I said, than that diamond than anything. So that's what you concentrate on the wedding hall. I think what I'm getting now intuitively from that, don't concentrate on that diamond ring or the wedding hall. The uh, spirit, God, whatever you want to call him, I call him God, I got no problem with it, is telling you something. You gotta focus on the here and now, the the issue of love, not the material things, not the halls, not the the gown, not the the place where you're gonna do it, not the rings. Focus on the person, and maybe all that re- the rest of it will fall into place. You just gotta refocus. Okay. How's that? Okay. Uh, all right, ladies, and thank you so all much. Right, well, good luck. Hey, I'm glad. I'll put you on hold. You can listen to the show if you like, and I have some other calls I'm going to grab. Okay. okay. Thanks. Yeah. Thank you, Kay. Okay. Bye. Hello, caller. Could I have your first name, please, and where you're from? Yes, this is Sarah. I'm going from Pennsylvania. Sarah from Pennsylvania? Yes, ma'am. Hi. How are you? How can we help you? I'm doing good. Yes, um, I wanted to ask a question about um, a situation I have with someone um, who's living with me right now. Um, mm-hmm. And um, do you see this person leaving? Do we see that person? I'm having a hard time hearing. I don't know whether yeah. uh, your yeah. phone's got static you- or whatever. Do, you see do we foresee that person leaving as far as uh, relationship, or or you mean leaving because they're sick? No, I mean just leaving my house, like going away. Um, Melissa, what are you getting on there? Um, I think if you kind of help them get out of there, probably, but I don't think it's of their own free will. Are you? Have you been trying to get this person out because you didn't want them there? No, there was. We used to have a relationship. Um, I don't think there's nothing else there now. And this person, um, she used to be my. Well, she still thinks she's my partner. I don't think uh-huh. so anymore. Um, you know, there was a a very bad episode that occurred about a little over a month ago. Was it physical? And, well, um, not between. Well, I was kind of in the middle, but she kicked okay. my sister out. It was yeah. very bad. It was very. She threw her food on the floor to play. Oh, geez. She threw her clothes out. Yeah, I see like, that. It's a very negative relationship. Yeah, yeah, that person needs to go. That person needs to go. But I feel like you you need someone to help you to kind of make them leave. You know what I mean? Yep. Like you need somebody, I don't know, really strong, like a really strong, big buff guy to be like, okay, mm-hmm. time to go. You know what I mean? you got to get well, out. This is another woman you said, right? Yeah, well, here's the thing. Um, she is. She does have a property overseas. She is mm-hmm. in a process going to want to sell it. She's trying to get everything prepped. And she did tell me, you know, I mean, even like yesterday, you know what? Mm. I know what I have to do. I'm going to get a, another property in Florida. And I have plans. Mm-hmm. And my plans don't include you. And I'm like, mm-hmm. okay. But I feel like that's all lies. I feel like that's just hearsay. Mm-hmm. And you kind of have to, you know, like initiate it. And just say, okay. you know, I need my own space. I really want to just be alone right now. I need you to, 
leave in like well, let me, a month. Let me ask whatever. you another question. The property where you are right now, who owns it, both of you or just you? No, just me. It's in my name. She wanted yeah. me to put it in her name. Because I, I feel like it's okay. toxic, you know what I mean? The whole relationship. Yeah, it is. It's, 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 once they start throwing things and whatever, it's yeah, a point once of physical, continued it's abuse. I, I've been there. I've seen it. I've seen yeah. it. Yeah. And it's time to, if you have to legally, I, I'm feeling legally you're going to have to do something. And really? once that happens, you need to start now because sometimes it takes them a while because she has been living there. And uh, believe me, and this is not just intuitive. This I know, <laughs> okay, because she has been living there. Even if she does something even worse, they'll say, well, this is her residence. Maybe go for 24 hours and come back. I've seen it happen before. You need mm-hmm. to start legal proceedings right now to get her evicted. Yeah, because oh, okay. she, she is showing abuse. And you, do you want to live yeah. like that? I mean, because once they show no, no, a little bit, I don't want you to get, get her because I feel like she would no. take it out on you, you know? No, she, we, 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 we've passed that stage, but there's... There's nothing there. I mean, yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It's like I'm paying for everything now. She doesn't. But I just mm-hmm. feel like you can't feel free and like alive to yeah. live your own life the way you want until this person's gone. You know? Mhm. Mhm. Yeah, you've got to start some legal proceedings. You you have to go get um, I I don't know whether it's 30 days, 60 day or whatever, but you need to go to the actual um, you know, I'm not a lawyer, so this is. Totally, you know, called in and asked the question. Le- you know, not legal, legal advice, but I know the, the system pretty much. You have to start some proceeding to get her evicted. And if she has no place to go, well, that's not your problem because you own the thing. She's living off you, and it's time to go. Because, you know, as, like you said, you pass the issue of the abuse. Of, no, no, you don't. It's just stopped for now, but it started. Once it starts, Sarah, it doesn't stop. It, 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 it gets worse, Okay. You need to start some kind of proceedings. You may think everything's hunky-dory because people that are abusive, they go through the honeymoon periods, okay? Where are the flowers and I love you and I care about you, blah, 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 whether it's a friendship or a, uh, you know, a, a physical relationship or whatever, okay? And then within two, three months, if they, once they start doing it, it escalates and it gets worse every time. And this is where a lot of people get hurt. Really hurt. They don't plan on hurting the other partner or friend or whatever. It happens, okay? So it's time to start legal proceedings. That's my advice. And like I said, I am, you know, I'm not a lawyer, and I'm not giving advice as a lawyer or anything, and I want you to know that, you know, because I can't be held responsible. But this is what I'm feeling. What are you feeling, Melissa? Yeah, I'm thinking the same thing. Either that or, like I said, a really strong person to tell them, like, you need to leave, like, now. You know, yeah. either way, I just yeah, feel like I there think... has to be somebody else there so that you don't get hurt because I feel like that's something that I would worry about if I was you, was that yeah, she'll get mad. Yeah, because the, the and, like, place-throwing is one thing, hurt. but that, that's how it begins. That's how it begins. Right. They start having punching so like, walls, temper tantrums. Help, whether it be, yeah. No, I think she has to go the legal route because, you know, yeah. I, I, I know a situation very close that – there was a very strong person that asked this person to leave, and they wouldn't do it. And they, so you need to start okay. legally because then you can have the sheriff there to remove them. If they they're not left by such and such time, then the sheriff will remove them. Whether you have another friend that's big or not, you know, it could be three hundred pounds, six five, it's not going to stop them. Trust me, I know that. Okay, so you need to go the legal route with this. All right, honey. Okay, thank you. Okay, Sarah, I wish you the best of luck. Okay. Me too. Okay, honey, good luck now. Thanks for calling. All right, we have another caller. 7143, first name, and where are you from? 
Okay. Ooh, hello. Hi, it's Trisha from New Hampshire. Hi, Trish. How are you? I'm okay. How are you? I'm good. Good. What's going on? How are things oh, no. going? Uh, you know, full process. Yeah. Have you made any progress with moving on or, you know, trying to fo- focus on, you know, life again or, or where you at? No, I, I'm trying to move on, but it's I get moving forward and I seem to go back, you know. Yeah. Yeah. What's your advice, I, Melissa, I, I, for Trish? Um, the, I don't really know what I'm trying to think right now. Nothing? You have no feeling? Not yet. Not yeah. yet. I need a minute. All right. Trish, I think maybe it's come time where have, are are you are you besides our grieving groups? I know you, Trish. We've talked on the phone and what have you. Um, besides the grieving groups, have you talked to anybody professionally? Uh, a couple times. A couple times. What happened there? Well, basically, Does it feel I, they understood you? No, not at all. No. I'm not saying they didn't understand. It's just that I I don't feel I get anywhere with it, you know. Yeah. I mean, I'm they, moving. Are, are, Every day yeah, I go, go forward. You know, right. I go forward. I try and I try, but mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, well, what about? Okay, uh, something I don't know. I don't know if I already should have you. And I'm not a big advocate of medications, but sometimes they may be necessary. Because, you know, I've experienced what you experienced twice over, okay? You know the deal with me. And I did it without the meds, but it, and it was hard, let me tell you. But, and, it, and it's still hard every day, but I, I'm coming back into life, you know what I'm saying? And I, I know you're trying, but you, you still feel so stuck. And I, I don't know what to tell you anymore, you know, that as far as, um, you know, we've said before that your son wants you to move on. You know, you know he's around you. We brought him through. Other people brought him through. Um, but there may be something. I'm not going to say medically. I don't know. Have you? When was the last time you had a physical? Excuse me. Have you had a physical recently? No, I'm not a big doctor you, fan. Huh? No, I know that, but I think it's time you go. Maybe, maybe you know. And like I said, I'm not a big advocate of meds or what have you. But, um, you know, your vitamin levels may be over. That happened to me. I was really, really in bad shape after my son died. I was in bad shape after both of them died. And I was, I was stuck like you. And then I felt, and it was a stupid thing. I, I felt like I was dying. And I was. I turned out I had next to no vitamin C in my body. And once I started upping that, I started to feel better. I think maybe it's time to get a checkup. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with not that I'm feeling anything like catastrophe is going to happen to you. But maybe it's time to see why you can't, because you obviously are in a very bad depression. Do you agree? Yes. Yeah, okay. And you're not taking anything for that? Or did the doctors ever offer you? Did you not want to do it? Or what's the story well, with that? They gave me, they gave me a prescription for uh, lorazepam for, you know, to calm me down and stuff. Uh, but uh-huh. I don't know. It's, uh, it's just, it's not my thing, you know. I, some people, that works for them. But I, it's just, 
puts Yeah, I know. I don't do it either. They threw every pill yeah. in the book at me if I wanted, but I wouldn't take it either. But I did find out when I, I adjusted my, and I'm not saying that's with you, but a lot of people have a problem that way. I felt like a new person once I adjusted my vitamin levels and at least got the, the physical off my mind to say, and then, then we'll go from there. If it's not something, you know, physically wrong, then, then... You can't keep going on like this. I mean, I, I grieving. I, I know it's still new to you, and I and, but you are really, really down. And um, do you ever write down I your say, feelings, like in a journal or anything, or write down like? Yeah, do you write I write down your feelings about your son. Yeah, I write poems all the time too. Yeah. Um, do you ever write yeah. like a book of memories or something that might help you? Yeah, I do a lot of that. I keep a journal. I've been writing, you know, I write things. Um, That's just, good. Because that helps. Like, for me, I know if I'm having a rough day or just, you know, like a bad day in general, like, not every day, of course, is perfect for everyone. But sometimes writing down your feelings, just, I feel like it kind of heals you in a way. So maybe yeah. if you wrote down, you know, how you're feeling, like you're having a rough day or you're feeling sad and you write it down and kind of attribute, like, why am I feeling this way? What happened to trigger it? Maybe it would help you. Right. Well, my so you could definitely is, try that. I'm, I'm having a really hard time. That I've done a lot of that, um, mm-hmm. and I move forward and I go forward. And like today, for instance, I brought my friend to pick up her, mm-hmm. and she hadn't seen him in three and a half years. And I was like so happy to do it, just because you know that's a wonderful thing. It was her birthday, and she had it really hard. Right. And so it was like mm-hmm. I got to do, got to do this. It's an hour drive each way, but I got to do this to help someone else. Yeah, because that's good because you're you're watching somebody else with their happiness, and that makes you really happy, too, you know, to share and unlock good memories. That's the thing, and it did, and I dropped them off, and then Uh as I left, I was, like, felt not a jealous feeling, but I was, like, feeling, like, God, why did you take my place on for me? But, like, other mm -hmm. people, like, I just don't understand it. Well, I feel like sometimes it's normal to feel that way because you suffered a great loss, you know? So you're I mean, just feeling I, like I wish, you know, like you wish that you could have that back in a way, you know? Yeah, I turned on God, and I used to be, like, I grew up Catholic and went to Catholic schools, and uh-huh. now I, like, I just don't even believe in God anymore. It's like... Oh, I'm sorry about that. Because if there was a God, I really don't believe that that would happen to my son on a highway that he got thrown in the air 90 feet, but there was nothing that could have made him get thrown. You, even if he went off the road, he wouldn't have landed up in a tree and down on a rock 90 feet. That doesn't happen. So either someone hit him or he would have had to hit something to go airborne. I thought, you know, we're going back to the same thing. And when your son has come through, I'm going to stop you. When your that's son has come through, you've got to forward. stop worrying about details. That's, oh, he didn't suffer. We've told you that before. I think you still believe he did. I can't tell you to believe in God. I mean, if anybody shouldn't, I shouldn't either, losing as many as I did and two kids. But I do. I've gotten angry. I actually I got angry and went through a whole year, I think when my daughter, about 14 years before she died, where I went through what you're going through while she was sick. And it was even before um, my son was born, and then I had another one with it. And something happened to me that I believed again, okay? Um, I don't believe God does this. I, if you I know, don't either. I'm quote the Bible, but uh, if we're battling two forces here. It's not God that does it. And, you know, it's, uh, he gave us free Sometimes will. and it's really bad circumstances. I left here last night. The kids that I had a suspicion about or have, still have, 
um, you know, he moved now. It was instead of being 20 minutes north, I mean south, because he works that way, he moved right by me. And he goes by. Now I have to see him on a daily basis as he smiled at me last night, the devious smile that he always gave when he was trying to get my kid in trouble as a young kid. Um, All right, Chris, you know what? Maybe it's time for you to move away from there. Because, you know what, I you're stuck because of him. And like Ryan, Ryan, right, has come through, and he says, Mom, I didn't suffer, and regardless of what happened, you need to move on and let, eventually, like I said, I do feel the truth's going to come out. But meanwhile, you're wasting every minute of your day worrying about it. You can't bring Ryan back that way. You know your grandchildren have to his kids and, and, and him and what have you. So you know there is more, that there's something else out there. So how could you not believe? That's the way God's giving you signs. You know, I'm not I telling you what to know. believe, but you're seeing stuff like this. You That's know? Why I, like I turn on God, I believe, because I'm like, okay, God, please, can you let him come to me in my dream or something so, like, I'll know he's okay. Um, you know, my husband had a dream about him that they were flying in the kitchen. He taught him how to fly with mm-hmm. his mother just passed 10 months or not even a few months before my son, his only sibling. So I'm like, oh, that's great. And then I'm like, I'm happy he had the dream. But I'm like, God, my son and I were like yin and yang. I'm like, why are you coming to like back in his sister, my only other child, and that you're coming to dad but not to me? And you and I were like yin and yang. I don't understand this. Like, and I can't, Come to like, you I just, when you're ready, when, when they feel that you're ready for it. They cut, and he may have been coming to you, but you're so stuck on how, the who, and the whys that maybe you're not experiencing signs, you know? And that may be one you kind of start. have to let it in. You have to let it happen. If you're not open to it, it's not going to happen for you. You know what I mean? Yeah. You kind of have to, like, ask for it. I have asked. I've begged. I've pleaded. I'm like, Ryan, please. And I just, you know. Sometimes they can come to you in a dream. I just, you know what I, I mean? Don't, I feel even angry that, like, I look in, like, you know, they're all going to fireworks, you know. Even I stayed home. My husband was going to go with the kids and, his, and our daughter. I didn't care to because I went last year with Ryan out in the boat. I went to Pisaki. It was beautiful, and I just didn't care yeah. to see him this year. And, you know, I just think I feel, like, more angry that people just don't understand. They expect you to just forget that he was your kid or, like, oh, just move forward and go on. And it's like, yeah, okay, but I'm stuck right now. Like, how do you just go on when you lost your best friend that lived with you that now you're lonely? You don't get to, you know, I don't have that relationship with my daughter that I had with my son. I just don't. No matter how hard I try, I don't. It was was just a different relationship. She's more daddy's girl, and Ryan and I were like, yeah, 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 you know. Well, I think if you want any advice, honey, and I, you know I'm very sympathetic to what you're going through, but you have to go get checked, okay, because there's nothing Melissa's going to say, I'm going to say, or any medium or any other grieving parent is going to heal you. You have to start somewhere, and you need to get checked, Well, the okay? only thing that I can say, the only thing that I do want to say is she brought up a good point that no one will ever forget him as long as no. you're living. No one what will ever forget keep- that. Like. Why does he keep lost, coming? No matter how old the person yeah. is, I don't care if you've lived, in your, lived your entire life or if you were just born. A loss is a loss, and it's always going to feel that way. And his memory mm-hmm. will live on as long as you guys live on. You know what I mean? So please don't ever think that he will be forgotten because he won't be forgotten. 
That's just what I believe, but... If you ever feel like that, but I'd be like, people just kind of like... Forget them? Yes. That's why I do what I do. That's why I've had millions of people walk away from me, even doing the show and writing the book and and, and my fundraisers. I've had a lot of people walk away from me because, you know what, someone was brought up to me, someone had said something, is that... um, I wish I had it in front of me right now. That um, you know what? Actually, I'm going to find it. Hold on. Um, I know who wrote it. it. It's my friend. She was on the radio. She lost her son Ryan too. Uh, the one who. Um, oh gosh, this is good. Liz McCarthy. McCarthy. Liz, yeah. Did you see what she wrote today? No, I haven't. Been, I looked. I didn't go on the line very much. Just a little. Hey, well, I'm going to read you something, and, and I'm going to tell you this is what people do, not just to you, but to me too. Okay. They do this to all of us because it's out of fear of them. Um, hold on a second. I'm going to read this to you. And this is a quote from, and I'm sure Liz Carthy wouldn't mind me reading this because I, she's been on my show before. She's written the book, Whistles from Heaven. I usually read everything and, of hers, but I've been very down the last Hey, I'm going to read something that she wrote today, okay? This was uh-huh. today, or yesterday, actually. I know not too many people want to hear from a parent that has lost a child to death. I believe that it's mostly because you are walking a walking, talking example of their worst nightmare come true. And they want to stay very far away from you uh, from that. And, and who, who could blame them? Who wants to hear about a dead child? I, and this is from Liz. I know for me, before I was a grieving parent, I was one of them too. And so I understood. And that is why it's so hard for us grieving parents and all the, uh, all the more, this is why we feel so lonely in this journey. It's because we are parents' worst fear and nightmare, and they don't really want to do anything with us. And they run uh, – I'm, I'm sorry, let me read that again. It's because they are parents' we are our parents' worst fear and nightmare, and they don't really want anything to do with us, and they run at any chance they can. And who could blame them? So they just realize that they're not – they're not trying to hurt you by not responding to your post. They just don't know what to say or do to help you because their mind just can't go there because their children are still alive. And they still, they're still getting the kisses from them and the hugs from them. And for them to realize that what happened to us could happen to them is just too much. This is just food for thought and something to think about. Hugs from Liz. And it's true. And you know what? There, there's not one grieving parent out there I can... I'm sure because I've talked to many and I'm one myself twice over and you're one that don't feel that way. You know, we feel, we all feel that way. I still feel that way. I mean, I've had the past couple of weeks a lot of company, first time in years. It's been great. It's been kind of like a uh, a pill for me. It's helped me. Okay? There's still my days even doing all this that I sit there and it's like, you know, I get mad. It's like I want them here. I want the human side even though I believe that they're in heaven and I know they're in heaven and they're okay. It's just human. I don't have the answers to that. But, you know, I just want you to know, sweetheart, you're, you know you're not alone with this. We all do feel this way, okay? We uh-huh. all do feel this And um, you're you're pretty dumb. I mean, it's only been now, he, what's it been, seven months now? Eight, how, how long? Uh, since November, right? It'll be eight months on the 14th. Oh, right. He died November 14th, right? <laughs> yes, he did. Okay, I remember that was my brother's birthday, another synchronicity. Yeah, it's it's very soon for you. You know, uh, you know, I'm not saying it ever gets better because it doesn't. I mean, it's going on 13 years now with my daughter. It was just 12 years in May and three years in February for my son. 
it doesn't get better. I've said this a million times. It gets different, and it takes a long, long, long time. Um, but sometimes we have to, um, like I said, I went and had that physical because I, I felt like I was dying, and I was, because there was something more wrong. Get yourself checked out first. If there's nothing wrong physically, then we'll we'll go on. It's just... The early grief, it, it, grief is a long process. It's a forever with a child. It's forever. But, it, it like I said, it gets, okay, your eight months is soon. Eight months, of your, you're still in that, that unbelievable, I mean, shock state. You know, people have said to me, well, you know, your kids are sick. Well, you know, it was no different. None of us expect them to die. But yours, you know, like my niece, when her son died of an overdose, that was real shock. And I, yeah. I, I, I can honestly say that... Uh, I, I, I wasn't in that position either. So I can't feel what you're feeling with that shock or what my niece is feeling the shock no more than you. But then again, you can't feel what I feel watching my kids suffer since they were born either. So Uh. we all experience grief in a different way and, and it takes time, you know? Um, I think if you want, I mean, it's up to you. This part of the thing that healed me was, Doing things in her memory. Keep do something to keep Ryan's memory. What, what is something that Ryan really wanted to do? I mean, he he was a loving, caring person. What? And I'm sorry, my other kids in there on his video games laughing. I could, <laughs> but I okay. Laugh. Um, good. Sorry about the, in the background. Yeah. What is something he wanted to do? Was I'll tell you what he wanted to change the laws um on abortions that a girl didn't have the right to have one without the father's consent. Mm-hmm. Or that them being part of, you know, not just, hey, I'm going to have an abortion because I don't want the kid, because he suffered immensely through that. So that's the one right. thing right before he died, he said to my mom and I, I want to, like, go to Washington and change the law. I don't think it's right that a girl gets pregnant with your child and it's only her say. Like that mm-hmm. bothered him, and that was something he definitely um, believed it was up to two people. If it took two people to make a child, two people should have the right to decision. Mm-hmm. That, that's the one thing I know he was very strong about. Well, what is your feeling on that? What, what did you feel that there's something you can do to change that? Um, or would you like something? I mean, do you have the the ways and the means to do something like that? Um, not really, not at this time. You know, well, you know, have... you, you you take baby steps. Um, you know, you could start with like petitions, you know, locally, or a fundraiser, have a bake sale or a, a car wash to to raise funds to get you to go there, to to be able to present it. There's ways around it, you know. Um, you know, so. To keep you, you need something like I do, and I understand. And believe me, I understand that is keep their memory alive. Because, like I said, a lot of people have forgotten my son. That I don't let them forget him. They don't like it. As I, not that they didn't like to forget it, but like what I read that Liz wrote, it hurts them because they're afraid of their own mortality or their own kids' mortality, or, or they're you know afraid of themselves dying. You know, we we are a constant reminder of this when they see us, and that's why they they avoid us like the plague. You know, and I understood that I. I've got men. I mean, some people that are supposed to be my best friends just walk away. They don't call me. They don't look at me. Then it's like so they want my friends to begin with. They're idiots. That's the way I look that's at it. And that's the way I feel these days. You know what? You, you friends don't do that. 
the friends don't do that. Good and bad. It's supposed to be there forever, yeah. Yeah, different and different or, you know, any of it. I don't care. That's just what a friend to me is. Yeah. I feel like no matter if it's a hard time or if it's through good times, they're always there for you. Like, that's a true friend. No no matter what you go through in life, I mean, somebody who's always by your side is valuable. You know, that's what a friend is. They still yeah, buy definitely. What the situation or occasion? That's right. Right. Um, do you guys at all? Um, is Ryan coming through at all? My son says his birthday's next month, and he would have been twenty-five. And I'm having—I know that that's bothering me too. I—I I know that. I've had people say, "Oh, oh the the birthday dates, know? the anniversaries of the the angel anniversaries, and what have you." What you need to do? Well, I'm not telling you what you need to do. What what? Or what you should do. Wait, I know the first year yeah. that Me- when Meg died, I it would have been her 29th birthday. So I went and I bought 30 balloons, went to, even though I had her cremated, to a gravesite that I had a marker on with my mother-in-law. Took her kids and the family, and we celebrated her birthday. Just like I, Mark's every year, I celebrate by toys for sick kids. Meg, um, we do the balloon release. I had, like, you know, maybe have your grandkids make... Um, little cards and stuff, and that's what we did. Tied them to the balloons and released them and said this is how we get the um, our presents to heaven to them. So how do you feel about that? That could help me. Um, the 4th of July, I, in fact, um, my daughter wanted me to go out with her, the family, to, um, you know, see the fireworks on Winnipesaukee. And um, I wasn't able to bring myself to that, but however, I got a dozen of red, white, and blue, four red, four white, four blue balloons, mm-hmm. and I and I wrote on them with permanent marker. And my husband wrote on them, and um, my daughter and they went on, you know, off and did their thing. So they weren't this time. They did them last time with us, but at Thanksgiving. But um, my husband and a couple, my good friend and her husband. Um, she wrote, you know, doggy paws on one balloon because my son has loved his dog, always loved his dog. And, mm-hmm. we, you know, we released them um, in one big thing. We didn't do them one at a time or anything. We just cut the thing and they went up. Um, so I've done that on, like, like three different occasions since I lost my son. Um, right. Something, I do do that with the balloons. I've planted things in memory of them like crazy, you know, around my yard where he was killed, you name it. I mm-hmm. mean, I, I move it that way, but it's the, I guess it's basically, um, it's it's learning to go out of my life, seeing all my friends with their sons that, like, were my son's age, were their friends, mm-hmm. his friends. And, yep. you know, I'm happy for them, but... And I try really hard, and then I go backwards. Right. You know, why? Why did you take my son? Well, you know what? I still do that, too. I still Because, you know, Mother's Day comes every year, and I told you Meg died on Mother's Day. And it, Mother's Day is hard enough for us without having them actually die. And on top of it, it's pretty bad. But it still hurts us all. And I have every year, you know, someone invite like Melissa and her mother, we went out for a brunch Mother's Day, which is the first that I've really done in all the years since Meg died, 12 years, right? Yeah. And my friend invites me up every year with her kids. She's got four kids and their kids. And and, and I I told Melissa that day after we got done, oh, I'm, you know, I'll go to the barbecue. And then I got home. I said, no, I can't. And this is even with all that I do and my belief. I said, no, I can't. I can't watch. And it's nothing to do with her. I'm, I'm so happy she has her children. But I have that same feeling. I can't sit there and watch her 
with her kids and whatever because I'm going to be thinking what you're thinking. So I feel the same way. I yeah, feel the I just, same way. I've never had a jealous bone in my body. I'm the seventh kid. I've always it's not felt jealous, my sister. It's pain. It's pain. There's a difference between jealousy. That's not jealousy. It's not jealousy. Yeah, I mean, it's like, I'm like, God, is this a normal feeling, you know? And then I'm trying to, you know, today I'm gradually trying to go back saying, sorry, God, because I told him pretty much, bungu. Um, and I'm not going to kid you. That's what I told him, you know, because you look around mm-hmm. and, you know, you don't put others down, but there's some that really never were around their kids. In fact, I raised a few and that weren't my own, and it's like, wow, God, why would you take my child, but yet these people that didn't even have time for theirs, like, it's like, wow, they get rewarded, and I'm, like, left in the fucking dust. Excuse my French, just slipped out. But I'm That's just life. Like, you know, that I had yeah. that, too. You know, he I, didn't do it, you know. I felt like, okay, you've taken two children, a nephew, their father, even though we weren't together, but I still cared about him. Uh, my parents, which I, you know, you expect, and a sister and brother, I didn't. And then you give me MS, you gave both my kids CF, and then I'm trying to heal from all this, and then I can't walk, and then Hurricane Sandy takes all my memories, and I know it's all, I don't, you know, this part I don't get either. It's all a test. I don't understand what it's about. I, I don't know. I, I can't answer you. I can't yeah, answer you. I know those feelings. I have the, even like I said, with everything I do, I still have those. I still get pissed. Yeah, trust me. People still stay, stay stupid. I'm going to tell you something. Where the heck was I recently? Somebody said something stupid to me. Um, oh, what the heck was it? Oh, well, first of all, I hate when people say to me, well, they're, they're in a better place because, you know, we hate that one. They're in a better place. They're not hurting anymore. Yes, I know they're not hurting anymore, but I, like you, my friends have kids that never got sick, didn't have this, got earaches and sore throats, not like my kids, how they suffered, you know, and they're here with their mother and their fathers or whatever, you know, wow. but yet say these things to me. And, you know, it's the stupidity with people. This is one of the things um, that I try to stress, and one of the biggest things why I do the show is to educate people to stop freaking hurting us, okay? This is the number one reason I do it, to help others like you, me, and what have you. And I'm trying to help myself, too. I'm still working on me. I'm no, no different than anybody else. I heard I, I'm not happy. I mean, yeah, I can laugh at times. I can this and that. I still have my crying times. I have my human side, you know? Right. I'm trying Educate these people. Stop being so freaking selfish. If you're a freaking friend, maybe that's what God's trying to teach you, how to be a real freaking friend to us. Because you're not my friend when you were there through the good times and not the bad. That's bullshit. And I'm, I'm going to use the word now. It's bullshit. And I get that mad at that, too. It does. Do you guys, um, is Ryan coming through to you at all? Well, I'm not feeling him right now. How about you? No. 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 I think he's basically given you the message that he wanted to give you, honey. And, you know, you know, I'm there for you. I wish I could be more or whatever, but I've got a lot of other things going on, too. But I, I will try to be as much as I can. Um, I think his message he's gotten across to you, sweetheart, that he wants... Um, he wants you to forget the the reason why it ha- or how it happened for now. It'll be taken care of. That's the feeling I'm getting. I, I still have that same feeling from Ryan. He wants you to find a way. I do feel that you do need to have a physical, though. And like I said, you don't have cancer or anything like that. I'm not seeing anything like that. I think you need to get checked. 
And I think as soon as you start to physically feel better, you're going to, you're going to, and I think it's going to be something very simple. It could be a thyroid out or something, you know, that, that, because that, with me, it was low vitamin C that made me even more depressed than I was, you know. Once that got under control, I was able to cope better with it and then able to move on. But like I said, we never totally move on. And you're still, you're in, you're in the, you're the, in the embryo state of it still, honey. It's not even eight months and his birthday's coming and it sucks. It sucks. You know, so don't think you're alone. You have us, you have the shows, you, you got the grieving groups, you got people that understand you. That's why I do this show. And, you know, I, I know a lot of people, and I, I think I said on last week's show, it's when I was death. going through, I'm going to use an example. Uh, somebody in on my page had had transplants, and he was all gone home about the transplants, blah blah blah, because my son needed what he had. And then once my son passed, felt bad. And then when I started, my book came out, and I started doing the show. They don't want to see my shows. They don't want to hear my shows. They decline my show. It's like, because you know what? They think I'm, some people just think I've gone off the deep end by doing this show and by writing my book. Well, the hell with what you think, because it was okay when you could relate to the transplant issue, but the hell with me now. He's gone, so I'm doing what I got to do to survive and help other people. So now I'm no good or I'm crazy. This is the way I feel. They're still doing it to me, hon. I thank you because you're a lovely, you know, to think, take your time to try to help others. God bless you, really. Well, you know what? It helps me too. It helps, and 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 it helps me to help others. I've always been like that, even before my before my kids are born. I'm not perfect either. I do dumb things, stupid things all the time. You know, I'm I'm human. Yeah, Melissa, I do dumb things. But I'm speechless right now. No, but I do. I do. Let me ask you this: My father and brother. I kind of my question really big wonder is like. I keep wondering, is, you know, my son loved my brother. He died at 48 and uh-huh. of diabetes and kidney failure, and it was his favorite hey. uncle. He had just said, I, I miss Uncle Dan so much. I, I really want to see Uncle Dan. And then he gets killed tragically in this accident. I just wondered if you... If you, um, you know, if there's anything coming through, like my dad and brother. There, well, my belief system, period, even without intuitive, is once they're, they're all happy there. We're, we're the miserable ones. We're the ones not happy. We're not going to be totally happy here. This is what life, life is about the lessons. And I, you know what, tonight I put the chat room up, and unfortunately I forgot that I had it up, and I just went to it. And I'm seeing some comments, and I'm not going to mention names, but someone said to me when you talked about having, I did the same thing. I brought other kids in my home when they were, on, you know, kid parents kicked them out or whatever, like you said you did, right? You took care of other kids, right? Right. Okay, right. somebody posted, I'm not going to mention the name, she said, you were, this is to you, you were supposed to have those kids in your life. You're learning something from them and they were learning something from you. So think of it along those terms that there was reasons that I brought in other kids into my life and and that weren't my own, and though I've lost my own, I wish my own were here, and everything in life is just a damn lesson. I hate it, too. But you know what? we got to try to learn from it, but like I said, you are still new to the grieving stage, and you've got to go through. There's five, I think it's five different stages, and I can't remember the book I got on that, but it was specifically directed if you Google uh, I don't. I forgot the name of it now. Um, I had got it, then the flood hit, so I think it went in the river. So I don't remember the name, but it told you about the different stages of grief. You know, it wasn't a just like hello from heaven or my book or something like that. 
other stages of grief you go through. So don't feel alone with that because we all go through those stages, okay? So I found the more that I read about things, the more I feel I feel better because I know that I'm not so alone with it, okay? Well, I was wondering if I should move back to Connecticut because, uh, you know, it just seems to be yes. too much of a place. Yeah. A big yes. Remember I told you a little while ago, I think you should just move and get the hell out of there? Yeah. I that think that's going to start the healing process. Uh, you, I think as long as you remain where you are, you're going to be stuck because of that kid, the other yeah. kid. And eventually, you know, well, eventually when you go through these stages that you're going through, which is normal, like I said, you are going to come to terms, uh, be able to come to terms with it. He, he, if he did this, it, it's, it's going to come out. Trust me. You know what they talk about karma? Karma bites people in the ass, okay? It really does. It's going to be kind of... You don't have to be the one to find it, um, to, 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 to prosecute him. He, it's, he's going to slip. Something's going to get back to the... I'm, trust me on this. I feel it. But you are the one I'm concerned about now. As long as you're in that town with him and he's moved close to you, you need to get the hell out of there. And if you have the means to get out of there, go to Connecticut. Yeah. What do you feel? Yeah. Oh, the same exact thing. You yeah, I told you. I, I, I feel like it's going to be a really good change because you're around yep. so many things that are making you so upset. You need a breath of fresh air. Yeah. Yep. I, like that, yep. so. I think right. that's the answer. I think you should get out of there. If you can get, get back to Connecticut, uh, uh, you know, keep his memory alive, whether it takes going to D.C. and getting this bill passed. Or, there's going to be some ways, means that you're going to be able to do it, even if you don't have the money. Trust me. You know, because there's times I, people think I'm rich, you know, they think I'm rich because I got a book one. I ain't rich. <laughs> I'm struggling too, believe me. Okay? Well, I, sometimes worse than others. People who have well, no idea, have no idea. I just don't tell everybody what I go through, you know, and, yeah. uh, you know, so but I, it, I, I found that, that you can find ways sometimes to get the job done. Okay, and I feel strongly, if anything, from Ryan that maybe that's what you need to do. And then Ryan will never be forgotten because if that bill gets signed, it's going to be in his name. He lives forever, and everyone is going to know your son, and maybe that's what's – because we all come here with a purpose, and I really believe maybe that maybe that was his. Like mine maybe now is to do this. His was to come here for that time, you know, and get this bill passed to save – Save all these children. other babies. He wanted his children very badly and didn't get that chance. And that's yep. really sad. You know he's got them now. With you know they're over yeah. there with him now. Yeah, I really, I, I think they are. I, I believe that he's with them. I, I know they are. Yeah. I know they are. I know they are. That that I will tell you, they are with him. But your job now is to finish what Ryan started. Ryan had to go through what he went through to save all these other lives. For whatever, I don't know. That part, that part is God. I don't have the answer for that one. That's on God. For whatever reason, but like I had to lose two kids and watch him suffer, and they suffered. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate the fact that I found that 90% of these people that are supposed to be my friends weren't my friends after all. They were crap. You know, in my eyes now, and I'm going to say it, they were crap. They yeah, were crap. And you realize that about what for them, they would so do for me and things in my face. You know. Yeah, I do know. You find yeah. out, hey, you find out who your friends are through it too, don't you? 
Yes, you do. Yes, you do. And some and many people said to me, if you can count them on one hand and use one, two fingers or one finger, that's who your friend is. <laughs> okay? Yeah, well, I'm trying to fresh. You know, well, yeah. we'll end it on this note, but I'm kind of fresh. I always say, well, if I have a couple friends on one hand and I still have a couple fingers left to scratch my ass if I have to, then I guess I'm doing okay. You know, that's I, it. Grub, baby. <laughs> well, listen, honey, prom- promise me something. Promise you will get checked out. Just have the basic uh, blood work and get checked, okay, for me, for you? Okay. And and start working on that move. I really, I believe that. That I do feel that Ryan's telling me to tell you, okay? Get the hell out of there. Because that kid is a devil. That kid, that, whether he did whatever, he's a devil himself or, or there's something wrong. He's like a devil when he smiles at me, so I just get this feeling like so angered. I got soaking wet uh-huh. with sweat. It wasn't even hot when it happened when I saw oh, him. You need, you need to get away from there. You need to move. Oh, now, if you go back to Connecticut, will Megan and everybody go with you? No, Megan lives over in Wolfboro uh, by the Winnipesaukee, and she and her husband, they have a family of three, and they're very, you know, they're busy people, and happy with, you know, the living arrangements. They like to go off the lake but on the oh, boat. So it will be just your husband then or what? He's got a business. He actually travels two hours each way to work. He's been working in Massachusetts from New Hampshire. It's been a long haul for him. Um, uh-huh. So he's really not home much other than for dinner. And okay. it's like the, the walls and, you know, I have all these. I have three dogs. I take care of big dogs. One blue-nosed temple, a big shepherd, and a smaller shepherd. But you know, I'm, okay. point, I'm willing to get rid of my dog, not my son, but my big shepherd, because yeah. I have a friend that said she'd take it. And I'm willing to just get rid of my dogs and move on, you know. He'll keep my son. Is your husband here. willing to move back if it would help you? Um, well, we have a really huge house here with, like, 30 acres of land. I mean, it's really big. Four bedrooms and in-law, apartment, you know, apartment connected with a big bathroom and Hot tub mm-hmm. is huge. It's like too big for us. That's another thing. This house is huge. Because my son um, lived here, and he had tons of friends. And, you know, we have a huge pool, so it was like always a lot of people. And right. my son had a lot of friends. If he had a party, like 200 people would show up, not like any joke. And so I'm used to him always having himself and three to four people always at least jumping in the pool or and it's like I'm so lonely without him and just everything it's like oh my lord it just isn't now, let me ask you, if you go to Connecticut do you have friends and family there too I do I do that's yeah I, I feel that's the right move for you I really do I, I really so feel I my heart it's the right move Ryan wants you to do that and you know what? I mean, now you say your husband travels right now two hours each way, each day? Yes. What will be the travel time from Connecticut? Uh, he actually is uh, only about an hour and a half. I've discussed with him, let's just go, you know, rent a place for now, and we'll just shut because this is our house. We, you know, have a mortgage here, so we have to keep this place going too. But I'm like, let's just shut the house down. And pay the payment, you know, and just close it all up and mm-hmm. do whatever we have to do. And he's like, oh, you know, we have chickens, we have animals. It's like, he's like, it's not that easy. So I don't think, you know, but I mean, I think he would stay down there and half the time if he could, you know, 
here and there. Yeah. Too tired. Well, I think you know what. Try it. I think that's that's a that's a good thing. I think move there, even if it's for a year or whatever, to get your head together, get that physical, see if there's something going on. Maybe thyroid. Like I said, I'm not feeling anything like dangerous or anything, but I I think there's something out of kilter. And it's making you feel even worse. I mean, you feel bad enough with the grave, but when you're not feeling good and there's something, even if it's a vitamin, like me, it was a stupid vitamin issue, it changed my whole life. You know what I mean? Not changed my whole life, but changed it enough where I could I could do what I'm doing now. All right? So give that a shot, Trish, okay? All right, girls. Thank you so much for everything. You have a good All right. God bless you. Love okay, you. honey. Talk to you soon. Okay. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Hi, Melissa. Hello. Hi. Well, we got some other things. We got about 28 minutes left, and um, no more callers. I mean, they may be listening, but not no one wanting to talk. Um, we have. Uh, are you going to make it to the uh, Texas show t- to a Thursday night? Of course. Oh, okay. I wasn't sure if you're still going to go on. I'll have to give you the uh, info, you know, because you'll have to call in too. Um, that's, uh, and I, that starts at nine o'clock our time because remember it's different time zone. Right. Okay. So that'll be nine to 11, 12. I, her show sometimes goes three hours, so I'm not quite sure. Um, so anyhow, I'll give you all that info after, after this. And, um, I have, um, somebody that contacted me, um, about our show last week. One of the parents in my group. Um, and Kevin wrote me, uh, you know, that was on the show last week. He's coming back on, I think, August 5th to talk more about the Bible and what have you. Oh, great. And, and he says to me, because she messaged us, and I know her through the group, she, he writes to me, thanks to the message from, I'm not going to mention her name because I don't know if she wants to be mentioned, on your show site, I now have a rough draft chapter that shows scripturally that signs and synchronicities and spirit visits from loved ones are biblical. Oh, Although I have awesome. a right notice on it, this is to you and me, you are free to share it with that notice still on it as much as you would like. If Melissa feels led to edit or make marks that should show how to improve it, I would like her to do it for the show for me. And mm-hmm. this woman who contacted us, comments made me realize that for a book to come out about Melanie, who was his friend that was a psychic, serving the Lord through mediumship, I needed to first overcome the hurdle that this woman's husband asserts and get to the scriptural basis for it all. So, excuse me, so I did it for more than just a confirmation to you. So he's in turn writing another book because of the comment, okay, which he was going oh, to do wow. anyhow, but now more depth. And I'm not going to read what he wrote to me until you see it to see if he, you know, I don't think it needs editing. I think it was put together very, very well. Uh-huh. Okay, but I'm going to let you look at it before we even talk about it. But I yeah, guess we'll discuss comes back on the show. Um, okay, so what else do we got coming up? Let me go back to our site here. Um, we have, uh, we're going to be on Hay House Radio, uh, and it's out of Chapel Hill, Texas, Thursday night. Melissa and I are going to be guests on the Terry Van Horn Show. Um, and whatever we do, talk about, you know, grief or read people if we feel coming through or whatever. But we're going to be talking about a whole bunch of stuff, okay? Um, the week after, next Tuesday night, we have two women, Christine DeMonk and Sunny well- Wellis, co- uh, coming from Ask the Angel radio show. They're going to be Melissa and my guests next Tuesday night. And um, with, they're also mediums. And actually, we're going to have a nice story to share because one of them had shared a story with me about my daughter coming through while she was on vacation. 
And the following week is, hooray, Deborah, my medium. <laughs> I call her mine. <laughs> like I own her, right? <laughs> I've been waiting for Deborah, intuitive medium Deborah Hanlon. She was voted, I don't know what the, um, what it, what, what the scale was, but was like number five in the country. Let me tell you something. I've had a lot of readings and a lot of really good readings. Deborah is the queen of the readings. Uh, she'll be doing I some readings. I want to read anything for me. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I'm hoping because Deborah just comes boom, boom, boom. You know, there's no no waiting on Deborah. She comes through. She's going to be on my show. And ironically, talking about synchronicities, we she picked the date, July 20, 22nd, which is my 2-2. She didn't realize, I guess, maybe Mark was making her do it. But she's not even going to be in New York where she lives in Newburgh, New York, not far from me. She's going to be out with her galleys and galleries or whatever you call them in California. So she's taking out time because she travels all over to do her readings. Um, and she's going to take time out that night to come on our show from California, That's which awesome. I find fantastic. The other thing is I'm figuring what picture can I put on because, you know, I start working on my shows once they give me the dates, you know, when they come on. And I picked this picture not looking at the date on it. And then for some reason I went back and the date was 2-2-2 of 2013. Really? It's meant to be. She's coming on the 22nd, synchronicity. The picture I put on had no idea it was 222. My kids are going to be on the show with us because I can feel them. They're coming on because that's why she's not just for me or whatever. She's coming on for you all and show you what she can do. She, Deborah is, not just because she's my medium, she is really good. She is good. And um, I've been going to her since my sister died, 2006. I went through a friend of mine at a party and... Um, and she was amazing. And this is even before Mark, actually Mark was at the party, came up to get money that day before he had passed. And he was in the other room when she took me in and she brought everybody through. My mother, my father, things that people didn't know. My daughter, my uh, boyfriend that passed before my husband to suicide, his mother came through. There's no way. And things that only my sister and I knew that I never even told anybody, a little joke that we had. Uh, it was crazy. Yeah, She's a phenomenal. coincidence. <laughs> No, these are beyond, she's, this whole July 22nd with a 222 picture, this show is it. This is going to be the bomb of all my shows. So if you miss this show, you're crazy. That's all i got to say. <laughs> I, you miss any of my shows, show. I think you're crazy. You may think I am. But anyhow, I'm here to help you guys, you know. And um, going back to the weekend, I had a great weekend, like I said. Michelle came down. She was on our show, uh, singer-songwriter Michelle DeAngelis. And her boyfriend, like I said, and, and, and um, I also found out our other uh, songwriter, Steve Gato, that was on, uh, that had lost his four grandchildren in the fire a year ago. He just got a contract from, where is it down there, uh, where Elvis lived, Memphis, Tennessee, whatever, for his music that I had, you know, we had on the show, but it wasn't just because of me. So these people are, are going sure? to <laughs> Yeah, yeah, right, okay. <laughs> Give yeah, me credit, enough. no. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. No, but he is he's great. He is good. The two talented musicians, I just want to give them a plug. Um, and we're down to like 21 minutes if anybody wants to call in for some quick questions. And I've been on chat tonight, but as usual, I screwed up. I got the board up now. And um, there were some questions there that I, I said, oops, I forgot to go on there. And I went on, I saw all these questions. So, yes, yeah, somebody had asked on chat, uh, let's see. 
Hi, I'm in New York City. It's very hot. Yes, it is. <laughs> How hot is it? You know, <laughs> so, <laughs> we got a joke in life, too. And I think it's kind of phenomenal that, you know, with the synchronicity thing, that we had two Ks, one right after the other on the show. What do you right. think about that? That was really what, weird. I know. But we like, seem what to are the odds that? of that name popping up two times in a row? Yeah, and it really isn't not. It really isn't a common name. You know what I mean? No, not at all. And it's amazing. It's just amazing. Actually, I have somebody typing right now. Let's see what she has to say. And um, like I said, I did give her. The, actually, the woman was it her? I think so. I gave her a reading the other night privately, uh, bringing her child through. Uh, that I think was the one with the, because um, I, I don't remember, you know, a lot of times after I do the readings, I forget what I read because that's how spirit works, you know. But we got through because they come to me like uh, puzzles. Melissa gets just the writing and feelings and names, and I get names and stuff too, but they play like puzzles with me. I don't know why, you know. You there? Hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, my phone seems to be going crack. Uh, my, getting yeah, all crack. it keeps going in and out. I thought I had a call, but I don't. It just keeps like freezing or something. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. Let's see. Um, uh, let's see. Let's see. I just had someone that I think I read her. She says, hey, Peggy, the job that I had at an interview with do you think well, will lead into another job at the same place? What do you feel about that? I have somebody writing to me about that. Um, I say yes. Just that's what I'm getting. <laughs> okay. Um, well, I think I told her, because I think it was when, I forget who was on with this, and I think we gave her a reading, like I said, I don't remember everything, but they said she was going to do one thing, I said something else, and it kind of, I think, led into what I said she was doing, and it kind of a combination type of thing, and um, so she did go for, I guess, interviews and what have you, so you feel that she's not going to say, the job that I had an interview with, do you think, will lead into another job at the same place? Yeah. So, and I'm, yeah, you're feeling yes. I feel I'm, like I'm yeah, going to answer. Her. I'm sure she's listening. Um, why do you do you not like the job that you went for? Is it something else that you wanted there, or do you want to message me? She's typing right now, so obviously she's hearing me. Let's see what yeah. she says. I just have a good feeling about it. So. Oh, okay, cool. Well, Melissa's got a good feeling about it. Let's see. She's typing, typing, typing. Let's see, we're down about 18 minutes. Boy, the show went fast tonight, huh? Yes, it definitely did. Wow. And I pray for Trish. I want everybody to play for Trish, too. I want her to, I want her to find some peace. And I really feel that the move, I, I really feel that Ryan's telling me to, she's got to move do. out of there for a while. I yeah. feel like it's going to help her. Yeah. Okay, so Allison, I'm not going to mention her last name. Allison wrote again, there's something else is coming up at the same place. Okay, so yeah. you definitely feel a second job is the one for her. Yeah, that's the one that I would take if I was there, definitely. Okay. Without a Let me doubt. Write. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying yeah. to get used to this chat and do this at the same time. Second job is it. Okay. Is it. Okay. There you go. All right, because I'm, I'm, I need about five more hands doing this, okay? You have okay. no idea. Bored, <laughs> going crazy here. <laughs> I think I'm going to play. You know, my friend that just got the... Um, the the contract from Memphis or I'm, Steve, forgive me. I, you're probably listening. I always Tennessee. I think it was Tennessee. I want to play Steve's new song. Let's see. Oh wait a minute. One more thing. Will I pass my course so I can get the job? What do you feel? Yes. 
Okay, I'm going to give her a yes. All right. But study All right, really Allison. Hard. I'm going to put you, I'm going to leave the chat room open. Study really hard though. Yep. Okay. Well, I think she hears us. So I'm going to <laughs> let me go to Steve um Gato, who was on a few weeks ago. I'm going to go. He just wrote another song about his mother who just passed, and I'm going to play his song. And Steve gave me permission, even now with um, his uh, signing of the contracts, I've got permission. And it's called uh, Please Remember Me. So we're going to play that song, and then we'll come back and talk a little bit. And uh, so let's take a break, okay? This is Steve Gato, Please Remember Me. All right, Melissa? All right. Okay, here we go.
And that's another song by my friend, Steve Gato, who just signed a contract. He's written a couple of the songs that I love. Um, Lost Four, like I said, Grandchildren of Fire about a year ago. That was beautiful, wasn't it? That was really pretty. Yeah, I love all his music. He really inspires me. He really is. He's too is taking a terrible, terrible situation and uh, using it to for their memories. And sometimes that's what we have to do to keep going on. I that's what I do. You know, I could sit here mm-hmm. and do anything, but I'm going to keep my kids' memories alive and hopefully help other people through it. And I pray that Ryan helps Trish do the same. And I th- I have a good feeling about that. And I just want to say thank you, Allison. She just gave us a beautiful compliment uh, on the chat room. Oh, what did she say? So it says, um, you both are great. Love your show. Aww, and so nice. I wrote back, love you too. We love everybody that comes on our show. We love everybody anyhow. We get in our mood. Sometimes we don't like people, but it doesn't mean we don't love you. <laughs> but that's kind of rare, <laughs> you know. Yeah, oh, it's true. You know, people are people. So I anyhow, I, we're going to We kind of have keep... to look at everything with a positive light. You know what I mean? Like life's too short yeah. not to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, Allison just wrote again. I love this chat room because I finally got it working. Um, <laughs> it reminds me of my mom. Yeah, Steve, um, Steve, on top of losing the four grandkids uh, a year ago, one night, he lost his mother. I think it was in April. So I want to send my love out to Steve and Candy. And for everything that they've been through in this past year, they've had a rough haul, and, but they are... They're doing good. They're doing good, and they're taking care of the – there were six children. Uh, these were her, her daughter's children. Four perished in the fire, and the two little guys are with them now. The two lives were saved, and they're raising the children. So God bless them for that, you know. And um, God bless you, Steve. Your music is the bomb diggity, you know. <laughs> when am yeah. I going to grow up, you know. Now, that's the way I feel. I say it like it is, you know. No, it's cute. So, You're a child like at heart. Like, never lose that, you know. There's too many people that um, are – so serious in life and never take things, you know, lightly. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's really important to kind of put, you yep. know, comedic damper on sometimes, you know. You have to. You have to. Tears of a clown, they call it sometimes, you know. Right. Sometimes I've had, oh, I like I've that song, to. actually. Yeah, I cry inside when I'm smiling on the outside, you know, and listen yeah. to that song. Because a lot of my uh, times of being a clown, there were many tears behind them. But you know what? I'm going to try to keep plugging and being strong until my last breath taken, which is going to be a while. I'm going to stay around and make you all miserable, okay? I hope you're so. 150, okay? <laughs> oh, no, no, what do you mean 150? 175. Oh, hey, the world is changing, okay? Science and technology are totally advancing, so you're good. Great. You're <laughs> welcome, <me>. 150. <laughs> Thank you very much. You're welcome. <laughs> We've plugged our other shows, and we've mentioned our our singers on here. I've gotten, um, you know, like I said, Michelle DeAngelis and Steve Gato and, and my friend Ron, who's had a, a tough year, too, since the hurricane, who's with the Crest and allowed me to play his music. So a plug for Ronnie, Ronnie, ba- uh, um, Ronnie Bass, Bassett and with the Crest. And uh, everybody knew his 16 Candles. And um, so I, I, I want to tell my, my friends that come on with their music, uh, thank you for allowing me to play it on the show. And everyone's got a story. And I, I want to say a little prayer for Michelle now tonight because the guy that she saw every day that wrote music with her and helped her through her career passed this past week. Aww. So my go out to Michelle. Um, I'm there for you, girl. You know, um, 
I'm feeling for her. So we all have a story behind our music, and now she's gotten, I'm sure she'll be running more more music. and Maybe and, a song and, about him, too. Oh, oh of course. I mean, she, yeah. There's a given. That's a given, because he was the one. He was her mentor or whatever, you know, whatever you want to call it, you know. But um, so anyhow, um, I just want to thank you guys all for, you know, you know, we've still got nine minutes of the show. If anybody wants to call in, you know, it's kind of just a laid back kind of show tonight for questions and answers and anything you wanted to ask about our former, you know, people that were on. But we, we do see a lot of synchronicities. Here we go. Now I can't say it. It's getting late. Synchronicities on this show. You know, we had a, the the weeks of Lillian's. Actually, I just did that again the other day. Another Lillian came through with somebody I read uh, the other night. Um, it was a friend and what have you. And uh, it's funny how the similar names come through. And these were uncommon names, Kay and Kate and whatever. But maybe that was a sign to me tonight that what my daughter was trying to tell the ones uh, um, uh, Christine DeMonk when she was on vacation. She's telling me my daughter's coming to her. And with this case, so now maybe that was my daughter's son, Mom, keep doing the show, you know. There's been times yeah. where I thought, well, maybe I'll stop, you know, maybe I'll. And then I said, no, I can't. I can't. It's just something I have to do. I I feel like I have to do this, you know. I feel like you're helping feel, people, like, so. Well, that's it. I mean, I felt like yeah. my writing is, and I, I'm still trying to get these books out, but I get tired. I've got MS. I get tired. You know, when they're meant to be out, they'll be out, you know. Yeah. I, do as much uh, as you can, and then, you know. Well, that's what I do. And I think yeah. when, you know, like I said, case the rust or whatever's to be, just be. They're, they're going to get out. There's no, that's a given. But yeah. right now I feel that that's, that has what led me to the show. And, yeah, you can read my books. And, again, it's on Amazon. It's, you can go to a bookstore, Barnes & Noble, any of them, and order them from there. Um, they make all the money. Like I said, it's not about the money. So, um, you know, it. I think doing this 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 one on one with people, being able to talk, yeah, they can read my book and relate, but doing the show, being able to talk to them and relate to them, I think is so important. And this, the book, has led me to this. And where we go from here, we go from here. You know, I've gotten down sometimes about the show and whatever, and I'm like, eh, should I bother? Should I, you know? But then, you know, I just we're, we're heading. I don't know if I told you, to almost five thousand listeners now. That's amazing. I don't know if I. Yeah, I, I'm kind of shocked myself. I never, I, I don't know if that's considered a lot or whatever. I know that. I think the, it's a great the, start. <laughs> it's not oh yeah, else. I mean we've only been doing yeah. this since January. Um, actually, I just got a note on chat. Allison again says you better not quit. You have been helping me with your posts on Facebook and doing this and doing the show. Aw, see. I appreciate that because, like, you know, a lot of times I write my poems and I don't get very much response to it. But then I had someone, a friend of mine, say to me, why don't you enter a poetry contest? Blah, blah. I'm like, what for? Nobody really checks off. They like them or whatever. She says to me, no. She goes, a lot of people just feel so bad. Stop feeling bad. Show me yeah. that my work is important. Let me know. If you read my book, please go to the Amazon site. Whether you liked it or you didn't, give me a review because it makes me able to do work better, even if it's a bad review. Okay? So instead of telling me or whatever, go to these things and let me know that you like this stuff for me to continue doing it. And, and thank you, Allison, because that makes me feel good that um, sometimes I feel like, Oh, well, you know, here she goes. She's doing the show. You know, and it's like, you know, drama. And it's not. It's about helping, helping people. And I just wish people would get it. You know, the poetry is not all about me. It's what I'm feeling or someone else has said to me. I mean, mm -hmm. you, you do this 
right? It's not always about Oh, yeah, about I wrote a poem today. I always write poems. Especially, I like, it? I don't know, they just come to me through inspiration. Yeah, me too. Me too. People so. think it's all about, oh, God, she's going through something. You know, somebody may call me and say something, or I may have a dream, and uh, I've been talking to somebody earlier, and I wake up in the middle of the night, and I just start writing. I, it, it, You know what? That's part of being creative, of being being an artist, if you want to call it. You know, yeah. I'm not saying I'm... You know, um, uh, uh, Picasso or, or you know, Stephen King. You know, you read his books, they're all crazy. You know what I'm saying? But you read something like mine that's real life, and I'm crazy. Go figure, right? No. I don't get people. I don't get people. You know what I think? Because they know his is all BS, you know? Even though, oh, yeah, they're good books. Actually, he lived in my town for a while that I grew up in, Croton and Hudson. He's another one, Stephen oh, really? King. Yeah, so tells you where I came from. No, I'm kidding. No, seriously. <laughs> yeah, that's why I did Yes, pretty much. But like I said, you read stuff like his stuff. But I think because people know me, and they know it's my real life. And like we said before, what I read on Liz uh, Cartney's uh, from from her excerpts, that because mine is real. And they don't want to believe it's real. It's like, oh, well, if we avoid her, we don't see her, we don't get reminded what's happened to her because we don't want that to happen to us. I didn't want it to happen to me either, but it is what it is, and I'm trying to make the best of it. So, you know, that's the way I do it. That's the way the cookie crumbles, you know. So I'm not being putting, you know, making it light or whatever, but uh, we all need to help each other, you know. We all have to keep our kids alive in memory or our family members and take the – what's my favorite saying? I'm getting sick of saying it. Take the what? <laughs> That's okay. Let's do a different one. <laughs> let's, let's take those lemons and squeeze them and make a lemonade. I'm going to – I don't care. All right. Who cares? Who cares? But anyhow, so anything else you want to add to the show? we got about three minutes left. I'm not um, pausing for I just thought that we talked to a lot of really nice people today, so it always makes me feel good just mm-hmm. talking to people that want answers, you know. So I feel like it's important to connect with people and to share your story. And I don't know, I just feel like if more people in this world did that, the world would be a much better place, too. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You know, it's just the domino. to listen to people. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's important. There's something else I I put on Facebook about that. I, I can't remember everything. Like I said, my MSI, sometimes my wires get crossed. I, I remember bits and pieces, and that's not a, a lie. You know, maybe we should do another show a little bit more about MS and what it's about and CF. And like uh, Aunt Kitty had come on talking about her daughter's uh, illness, which I can't pronounce it. But I think the world needs to know about these things to help others from what we go mm-hmm. through and uh you know, to understand these illnesses in, 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 in their entirety, you know, because it is hard. Because uh, even my kids, I mean, they got made fun of. It's like, what matter your mother don't feed you because they were skinny at times. And it's, you know, try, it's about education, people. It's about... Yeah. This, I feel like the more you about, teach people, the more that they have empathy towards the situation. Because exactly, if they don't understand it, they're just going to say whatever they want. And, and mm-hmm, that's not what mm-hmm. it's about. And you're right. Education yep. is the key to it, so... That is that is besides keeping our children's memory alive. That's important to me, right. too. The um, that we need to educate people about these things. And so it's bad enough when you have an illness, and then you go and have remarks made to like my kids about being thin or whatever. I mean, my, I remember when AIDS was big back in the eighties, and my daughter was in high school, and they, first of all, she had this illness that she knew was life threatening and could die at any time, and and then she's going through the natural. Normal, normal hormone things, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, 
and they're telling me 90 seconds. Well, she can wait, <laughs> producer. So, um, and then being on top of that, she had to hear people saying things, oh, what do you have, AIDS? Not saying people are any different with AIDS. It's just, she didn't need that on top of it. You know, people no. can be just so cool. Because she was going under- through so much, you know. Educate yourself, you know. I go yeah. through it with my MS. They went through it with the CF. Diabetics go through it with diabetes. And Kitty's daughter went through what she had. People that have cancer go through it. Wake up, people. Educate, educate, educate. Use your minds, you know, and 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 learn and understand and love and because you know what, you may be in that situation one day and want somebody to understand you, you know. Yeah, very so, true. So I think my show is going to cover a little bit of everything. I think we touch on a lot of topics. Um, like I said, uh, a week from tonight, Sonny Wells and Willis and and um, Christina Monk, uh, Ask the Angels from the Ask the Angels show. A week later, we're going to have Deborah, my intuitive medium. Don't miss it. Don't miss any of these shows. And Melissa and I will be on talk radio on Healing Light Radio with Terry Van Horn this Thursday night, uh, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And I'm going to bid you all good night. God. And Melissa, thank you. And I hope everybody has a good week. Okay. Good night. So thank we'll talk you. to you next, next Tuesday. And uh, we'll be on radio Thursday night again. Okay, yeah. but on somebody else's show. Thanks. God bless all. Good night. <laughs> good night. Thanks.